flowers and chocolates, Cupid and Aphrodite, you are now tuned in to the Disney Holic Show. Hello and welcome to the Disney Holic Show. That's Jen Diz. And that's Mike TV. It's that romantic time of year. It's Valentine's Ooh. Day. In this episode, we have a special guest to share tips for having a memorable date night at a Disney park. Plus, we'll talk about how we balance our love for Disney and our own love lives. Mike, happy Valentine's Day. Happy V-Day 2022. Oh my goodness. It's so love. I can smell it in the air. Smell it. Take it in. Ugh, I can smell it. So I much can love. see all of the things, the foods especially, the foods, plural, <laughs> on, uh, on Instagram, up in my feed of all the cool like pink, purple, white, all the cool Valentine's treats going around the parks. Even we saw that really cool pop-up valentine stand at the grand californian hotel a couple weeks oh that's ago. right so cute that's right they love to show up a little early oh, that yeah. wasn't that early but they show up even earlier i know i've been seeing so much chocolate already in every grocery store everywhere i shop it's like pink and red pink and red so it is definitely that time of the year <laughs> it's here and before you know it it's going to be what's after that green <laughs> saint oh yeah saint patrick's day, day next month yeah. oh my gosh so it's Valentine's Day, and we've had talked about um, trying to find people who know more about romance at the Disney Park specifically. We ended up finding somebody really cool who we're going to bring on in a minute who knows all about Disney World and how to have a romantic date night at Disney World, including Disney Springs, not even the park. So I can't even wait to talk to her because she has all the... All the tea. Yeah, all the tea. I was going to say the scoop. <laughs> all the tea. Is it the scoop? Is it the tea? Is it the candy hearts? Uh, so she has all of that, and we're going to be inviting her on. Her name is Stephanie. She has an Instagram account, and can't wait to bring her on. Oh, my gosh. Stephanie, welcome to the Disney Holic Show. Yes. We're so happy to have you here. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here and chat with you guys today. Awesome. So you run an account uh, called Dating in Disney. Now, I noticed one quick thing on your Instagram. Under your uh, profile, it says engaged, married, and living in Disney. Can you, before we even get started, tell me what that's all about? Sure. So before I was a Disney content creator, I was a big Disney lover, have been my whole life. Um, so my husband and I actually met through the love of Disney. Um, my mom introduced us because he was playing Disney music in his office one day. She made the connection oh. like this could be something. And sure enough, oh it was. Um, so we are engaged, married and living in Disney because we got engaged here at California Grill. We then bought a home here. We lived in celebration first right by the parks. And then we moved what? and built a home here. And then we got married in Disney at Four Seasons Orlando. Mickey was there. It's the whole thing. The whole oh, nine. Wow. That's um, and wow. then... Now we're living here, and it's my dream, come, literally my dream come true, so. Right, yeah, and like, speaking of literally, you're literally doing all those things in Disney. I didn't realize. I was a little like, what does she mean by living in Disney? But you're, like, celebration is Disney. Like, that's crazy. Full on encased in Tell Disney. us about that it. proposal at the top of the contemporary. You said it was at <laughs> yeah, California Grill. Yes, so that was already our favorite place to go to celebrate special occasions. We always did like birthdays and anniversaries when we would come for our trips there. Um, so it just made sense for the proposal to be there. I did not know though. Wow. Um, and so he <laughs> booked a reservation during the fireworks. It made sense because it kind of correlated with my birthday. So I thought we were there to celebrate. And he had a photographer there. And as the lights dimmed and they kind of, they piped the music in so that you can hear uh, the music that goes along with the fireworks. Um, he was ready to go. He actually had, it was really cute. He had some text messages printed out that he initially exchanged with my mom. And it was talking about like, just like how beautiful your daughter is, whatever. It was just really, really cute. And I had never seen these texts because I wasn't in them. So he slid that across the table to me and I read the text. And then I knew because I mean, who prints out texts, whatever. It all made sense. <laughs> I saw the flash behind me and I was just like, this is it. This is going to happen. Oh, that's um, so romantic. So it was great. It was wonderful. He did good. Oh, yes, bravo to him for sure. <laughs> <laughs> wow. 
Wow. So um, you're on Instagram as we uh, are followers of, you, followers of you there and TikTok. But can you tell us a little more about your YouTube channel? Sure. So I just started a YouTube channel more recently um, just because my followers were asking for longer form video. They wanted to see more and know more. And I think that they just like the idea of instead of like clicking through stories or like a 15 second video on TikTok, it allows me to build a stronger relationship where they could really see like what was that date really like. So I was like, I'm going to start trying this out. So I've just kind of like dipped my foot in the YouTube water, but it's going well so far. So it's something new I'm dabbling in. That's awesome. And you are at over 140K followers on TikTok. Is that right? That, that's right. Yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> amazing. 140,000 plus followers. Crazy. I, I think we have like, what, 150 or something on there? Yeah, we're we're getting that. close. We're getting close. Not really, but <laughs> we will get there. Um, and, you know, speaking of other friends of the show that are also on social, Brian Trek is our connection. I believe he met, introduced us all to the, at the first time at the 50th at the Disney World yeah. uh, anniversary, which was really cool. Yeah, Brian and TJ are such a cute Disney couple, too. They're amazing. We just clicked with them right away. We met through TikTok, and we've been pretty much inseparable since. So we really love Brian and TJ. We just we have the same Disney style, so it works out. Oh, I love Absolutely. that. Absolutely. All right, so um, if you don't mind, can you tell us a little bit about the creation of your account? Like, how, like where did it all come from? How did it start? What's your goal? Sure. Those kind of things. So during the pandemic, I mean, I guess we're still kind of in it. I don't know. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> but during the height of the pandemic, when we were all home and we weren't sure what was going on, um, everybody kind of hopped on TikTok, at least to scroll, right? And so I was on there watching the videos, but I said, I, I'm not, not going to go on here. I thought it was just a dancing app and... If you've seen my content, I've, I've never danced on there. Um, but one day I was just like, maybe, just maybe, people will be interested in, in Disney content. And I love Disney so much. And I was like, I'm home. The parks are closed. Maybe this will be a way to like bring some joy or at least be creative for me. I've always loved social media. Um, so I was like, let me just try it out. So I threw a video up there just kind of sharing our story, saying that, you know, we got engaged and we're married and living in Disney um, with clips of our wedding and different Disney trips. And the video went absolutely viral. And I had never experienced anything like that before. So I was just like, you know, on a high of like, whoa, is this like a thing people are actually interested in? They want to see what it's like to be an adult in Disney. Maybe I have something here. So I just kept posting and posting and posting and people liked it. And so I went with it. And then the parks reopened and I got to show what it was like um, when they opened post, you know, COVID closure. People were super interested in that. And then they opened even more and I got to show our actual date nights again. And I've even branched it off into lifestyle content now. I show what I buy at the grocery store. I show um, different outfits that I wear. It's really just turned into like a lifestyle page with a huge focus on Disney. So it just took off. It's true when you post what you really love. That is the secret sauce. So yeah. that's kind of what happened. That's so true. I love how this pandemic gave us this strange, magical silver lining. Because even our podcast here started at the beginning of the pandemic as a way for us to connect with other hardcore Disney fans that are adults. And here we are over a year later talking to you. And it's just it's just really, really cool. I agree and it's 100%. kept us going, right? Kept us happy and yeah, absolutely. <laughs> distracted. Like, <laughs> distracted. I was going to say yeah. the same word. Distracted and busy. And I mean, keeping yourself creative during a hard time is like so important. So yeah. Whew, so good for us. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> um, all right. So as uh, we all know, you are an, I would say, expert level of how to date in Disney. So... I would like to see if you could just help us with maybe some of your top favorite options for dating in Disney. Okay, sure. So my favorite place to eat in Disney and celebrate anything in Disney is obviously California Grill. It is the restaurant on top of the Contemporary Resort. The special thing about it is there are panoramic view windows where you can see the Magic Kingdom. They pipe in the music each night during the fireworks show, which is now Enchantment. Um, and you can see just an amazing view of the fireworks while you're eating in the restaurant. So there are many places on property where you can enjoy the fireworks, but this is the one restaurant that's known for having that music and that ambiance. They shut the lights down. It's a whole thing. And they have an observation deck as well. So it's a super romantic place. Great to get drinks and appetizers or the full-blown meal. 
Um, it's definitely my number one pick when it comes to a date in Disney. But I have others, too, because that is a very hard reservation to get. <laughs> um, another really fun thing is the boardwalk. So Disney has mm-hmm. the boardwalk resort, which people know that the resort exists. But a lot of people don't know that there is an actual boardwalk that has restaurants and nightlife. It's a really fun place. You don't have to be staying at the resort to enjoy it. Um, So I love to go there. We grab a bite to eat. And then they have a dueling piano bar that is now reopened. It's called Jelly Rolls. And it's super fun. They play Disney music and then all the latest hits. So that is a really cool date night. They also have a place called the Atlantic Dance Hall, which is a literal nightclub in Disney, the only one. Um, And you can just go in and enjoy. There's always a DJ. There's a bar. So you can make a really fun date night or a big, like, double date, triple date night because it's fun to go with a group of friends to experience that as well. So those are probably, like, my top two. Yeah, that's a great tip. We love the boardwalk for all those reasons you just said. And it took a long time as a Disney World goer to realize that it is its own little thing connected to the resort that you could do without being a guest and right there next to paris you walk to epcot how romantic is that the best the best that is another like insider tip that is the best place to enter epcot too because you're right in the middle of the world showcase anyone can use that entrance um so it's pretty great excellent all right so we also thought it might be cool to see like if we happen to be on a first date in the disney parks where should like what would a first date thing be that wouldn't be too awkward but it would still be really cute um and a lot of fun what would you recommend for something like that okay so a first date if you guys are both annual pass holders the least awkward thing to do is actually go to the parks because you have the rides as a buffer and the entertainment inside the theme parks to kind of be there just in case the conversation kind of goes dry. You know, Space Mountain is there to save the day. So I would recommend (laughs) a park day. And I think it's really cool to be able to see someone's park style, like how they like to Disney. Because if Disney is a big part of your life and your park styles don't mesh, that could be a problem. So, and it's good to (laughs) test people's patience levels too, right? Because you never know what you're going to get when you walk inside the theme park. So I think a good initial date is checking out a park together, but let's say you don't have annual passes. My next date recommendation would be Disney Springs. And I say Disney Springs because there's something for everybody. No matter what your interests are, um, whether you really love Disney or maybe you're not a big Disney fan, um, there's something there for you to enjoy, right? They have a ton of restaurants. They have great nightlife. They have entertainment um, and then lots of shopping. So I just think that that is a really safe place to go and the date can be as long or as short as you want it to be, right? You can just go to the restaurant and leave or you can go to a restaurant, then go to House of Blues, then walk the stores. So I, I think it's a safe place to start as well. Wow, those are both really good. And I like that you mentioned sort of the assessment aspect of doing the annual pass style date. Because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's not just about the romance, right? You're dating to see if you're compatible with somebody. Now, if I did that, I think I wouldn't be married to Jerry right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying my 10-year-long relationship would also be in shambles if I had just right. gotten Disney <laughs> I may have pretended to be straight and just married Jen, because that worked right there. <laughs> I can tell you that that, uh, if you're 40 and unmarried, we would have married each other anyways, but you got married. So (laughs) I love that. I like that. Um, I will tell you that our first Disney trip, my husband and I, it was the most nervous I've ever been. I'm not a nervous person. And I was so nervous that our Disney styles weren't going to mesh. I was, I I can't even explain to you guys the conversations that I had with friends beforehand. Like this is make or break. It was that serious, Um, but it worked out. So (laughs) that's great. That's awesome. (laughs) I really like that advice actually, because it's almost like you have to wait to live with someone to understand their, the way they live. And you also have to do Disney if you're a Disney-holic, right? So yeah. there you go. <laughs> exactly. And on the same like idea of that, if you have a partner that's not into Disney... Do you have any dating tips for those people? <clears throat> like I, <laughs> I get this question. This is probably, I get a few questions a lot. What, like, where should I live if I want to move to Disney? And then this one, if my, how did you get your husband to like Disney? That's the question that I always wow. get. Wow. Okay. I got lucky in that my husband loved Disney before I met him. Like I said, that's why, I think that's why we initially bonded. Um, but if he didn't, um, man, that would be tough. Here's the thing. There's a difference between not being a Disney-holic and hating Disney right? Which is like, to me, I don't even want to say those words, but there's people who just really don't like it and it's not their thing. If Disney's a huge part of your life, that's a deal breaker. There, I I said it, okay? It's a deal breaker because if they don't like theme parks and they don't like Disney at all and they want nothing to do with it, that's something to consider. However, if they are like open to it, 
My best suggestion for adults is go to Epcot. When you take somebody to Epcot and you do it the right way, that means rides are not a priority because nobody likes waiting in an hour-long line. You're not Mm going to get someone to convert into a Disney fan by making them wait for an hour in the heat. That's never going to be a good good recipe. So you can win a lot more people over by eating and drinking around the world. So create a fun little either scavenger hunt or a list and say, you know, you might not like Disney, but Epcot, we don't even have to see any characters if we don't want to. We're going to go around the world. It's so cool to check out the drinks and the cultures that you can really immerse yourself in because it's really neat. Um, And that's something that a history buff would like or just someone who's into food and drinks would like. Um, I think that that's just the easiest way. Again, Disney Springs or the Boardwalk, anywhere that has drinks and food, that's what I would focus on because you don't have to love Disney to enjoy a night out eating and and drinking and enjoying each other's company. Wow, that's genius. It's genius because I always say that. I always say, go to Epcot if you don't like Disney, but I've never heard it put into words. So perfectly, (laughs) the way you did it makes total sense. It doesn't matter where you are. It just happens to be a really great entertainment and dining place. Right, exactly. Um, And it's all about how you frame it, right? You just have to... You have to frame it in a certain way. You can't go full force Disney craze with someone who's not into it because you're going to scare them off. So right. as long as they're willing to dip their toe in the water, you can make it magical. Yeah. So And it's fun for you too, right? It's fun for us as Disney holics to like customize an experience for somebody to see if we could, if we're up for the challenge. Exactly. And we always can. We always yeah. win. I mean, I feel like always. that's true. There's we something do. for everyone. People don't realize that Disney is not just a place with rides and characters. And I love both of those parts, especially the characters. Um, but some people don't, and there's so much more to it than that. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, also for Epcot, it, I've noticed that a lot of people who aren't really into Disney, they, um, do enjoy thrill rides. And with that cosmic rewind coming, that would probably be like, it's Marvel and a roller coaster. So if they do want to go on a ride, that would be like probably the best place. And Frozen's really popular. So like. Epcot's just got that down for the first date. I love and that. And now, if you're willing to invest in their Disney holicalism, you can just buy a lightning lane. They don't have to wait in line. They, there you go. They're exactly. going to be spoiled from then on, but still. Exactly. <laughs> and listen, it's worth, it's worth the $15. You know, yeah. if, if it's for your sanity, for your sanity, it is worth the $15, in my opinion. I agree with that. Totally, totally. All right. Now, I would assume, and I, I'm not sure if this is correct or not, so tell me if you have... But have you gotten people asking you about um, options for proposals? So, yes, like, I've had people message me and ask me about ideas for proposals before. I've even thought about starting a business planning people's Disney proposals. Yes, Ooh. but it's a conflict of interest because Disney has their own, like, um, division, I guess, that you can call and, you know, help. They can help you do this. So I'm very, very, I tread the waters very lightly to keep Disney very happy because I love them and that's, you know, (laughs) important to me. Um, So, yes, I think that there are some really cool places. The most popular is obviously in front of the castle. Um, My number one rule was I don't want to be proposed to in front of the castle just because I feel like it was done so many times. But now I wish I had the pictures. So I I feel like it's it's a magical (laughs) place and you can make it really special. If you do the castle, I think a really special spot that people don't utilize is the wishing well. So over on the side of Cinderella's castle, there's an actual wishing well. You have a beautiful view of the castle and it's private. So you don't you won't have a million people in the background. Maybe you'll get two or three passerbys who will see you do the proposal. But if you want that more intimate moment, you kind of get the best of both worlds. So I would recommend that if you want to do a castle proposal. Of course, all of the dining locations, if you let them know ahead of time, they're going to make a really special evening for you. They even have a glass slipper that they can arrange um, that can come out and you you can have the ring inside the glass slipper. Um, So Disney's really good about making like that magic happen. So I would say those two things are, are great starting places. And if you need more ideas, you can always message me on, on Instagram and we can, we can discuss. But Disney also has a division within Fairytale Weddings who will help you and is more than happy to set up a really special proposal for you. I love that. I remember in Disneyland, they used to have someone, I believe she was on the custodial team. I'm not sure. I think that's what she was on. And her name was Pat. And she was known for helping people with proposals. Like, she was just a cast member that had been there forever. And people could go up and ask her, like, hey, I'm about to propose to my boyfriend or girlfriend. And, like, can you help me with this? And then she would, like, tell them where to go and, like, secret little spots. So that should also get into the business. (laughs) I love that. So cute. 
All right. So um, do you have any final tips for dating in Disney before we move on to a bit of a spontaneous game for you? <laughs> um, I think you just have to be creative and open-minded when it comes to dating in Disney. I've gotten a lot of pushback, a lot of just nastiness out there. Um that judge Disney adults. And I'm really big on standing up for Disney adults and showing that we're people too, and that we have other interests and Disney isn't the only thing, but Disney's a big part of our life. And that doesn't mean that we're freaks. I hate to say it like (laughs) that, but there's (laughs) a lot of just nasty things that people say about grownups who like Disney, specifically grownups who don't have children who like Disney. Um, And so I always like to share that Walt's original intention when it came to the idea of Disney was a place for adults to be able to immerse themselves in that childlike fantasy world and enjoy time with their family. He had adults in mind when he created the entire concept of Disneyland. So basically he did it right. You know, it worked. So to see adults enjoying, I think Walt would be so happy. I I could get choked up talking about it. I think he would be so happy to see all of us and and how much we love the parks and just that genuine excitement with or without children um, that Disney brings to us. So I think people should just feel happy to be a Disney adult. Don't feel ashamed and enjoy your time because it's such a magical place. It really is the most magical place on earth for all ages. So I like to share that disclaimer when it comes to dating in oh Disney. Gosh. That just gave me chills because I've never taken the moment to think about what Walt would think about us. Cause I've always been a fan of fans. That's like what I always say. I'm a fan of the fans and, but I've never like thought like, what would Walt actually think about all of us? Like he would be so proud. And that, I think that so is too. So cool. Aww. So cool. That's so true. And nothing makes me happier than turning someone into a Disney fan. Like those people who think that it's like weird or whatever, and then taking them and showing them how to do it right is like my favorite thing ever. <laughs> That's right. It's total winning. Right. All right, Mike, let's go into a game. I see you have something Yeah, planned. I have a game here for you, Stephanie. So something we like to do from time to time with our special guests is play a game of this or that. And Ooh. so I'm going to give you a couple of options with a couple of different topics, and we're going to run through them, and we're going to stop and talk if we want to stop and talk. So Love it. I'm ready. Here we go. This or that. <laughs> Which is the best for a shared bite? And we're thinking romance here and dating. Best for a shared bite, a churro or a turkey leg? Ooh, I'm going to go with a churro. Turkey leg is kind of messy. Yeah, I agree with that. I don't like Time and place, right? (laughs) Time and place for that. A hundred percent. It's kind of like eating ribs or wings on a first date. It took me months, maybe years, to eat ribs and wings in front of my husband. I told him I never would, but now, you know, whatever. We're across that line. My first date with my my current boyfriend was sushi, and it was the worst idea ever because I got those giant pieces that you get every so often. Yes, and it's it's like falling out of your mouth. Like, that's not a good look, you know? I mean, he loves you, obviously. It worked, but I'm just, you know, a turkey leg in that same realm. It's all good. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. Um, Dole Whip or sharing a Gideon's cookie? Ooh, ooh, my husband's going to leave me for this one, but sharing a Gideon's cookie. I know Dole Whips are <laughs> the best. It's his favorite. But if I had to choose between the two, I'm always going Gideon's cookie. Always. That's cute. That's cute. <laughs> okay, sharing a cupcake or a candy apple? Ooh, candy apple. I prefer a caramel okay. apple if I can kind of tweak it a little bit. The Disney caramel oh, yeah. apples are, are more my style, and they cut those for you, which is really nice. If you get a caramel apple, they have a slicer, and they can cut it into the pieces Hold for you on. so Did you're not, not like, biting this. it. Hold. Yep. On. Are you even serious? Because they do not do that at Disneyland. You know what they do? What? They give you a plastic knife as if you can cut through any sort no. of apple with a plastic no. knife. So I know specifically in Disney Springs where they have the Goofy's Candy Co. where they're like known for making these caramel apples, um, that they have a slicer and they put them in a little box wow. for you and they're literally cut in wedges. So I'm assuming oh all gosh. the places that make them there for you. I'm not talking about the ones that are like prepackaged or the ones already in the case. These are the ones that they like dip and you can pick your toppings. They can also slice it into pieces. It's a game changer. I did not what? know that. They even that. have ones that you can create your own caramel apples. I haven't even discovered that yet on my own. Okay. That's oh got to okay. be added to yeah. one of my date options for when I go Add out there. This. It's so cool. In Disney Springs, there's a place called Goofy's Candy Co. And they literally give you a paper and you check off the toppings that you want. Um, and it, like you can pick 
caramel, candy apple, chocolate drizzle, Oreo cookies, M&M. I mean, they have a ton of things you can put on there. Um, oh my god! So that's a really fun date night. That just gave me an idea for a TikTok. I need to. I need to do that. Ooh, so yes, and that, that popcorn too, right in the uh, um, yes, Main at Main Street, Street and which is absolutely delicious. We had it, and it's not just hyped up; it's super good. It's good. I oh never gosh, knew that okay. about the cutting apples. And the reason why I never eat the candy apples is as a kid who had braces at like 15 years old, I just don't bite into <laughs> apples ever. I just know you're not supposed to, <laughs> especially a candy or caramel apple. I will go to Goofy's Candy Co. now. I'm very excited. Yeah. And speaking of messy, that is also messy when you don't have the slicers. So. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Clearly, I don't like to get messy when I eat because I know all these little hacks. Same. But... <laughs> I am with you on that. All right. So we got a good tip. We have a potentially new TikTok post coming out from Stephanie about this. I love it. All right. Now, this or that, which is more romantic, a ride on the Skyliner during sunset or a friendship boat ride during sunset? I prefer a friendship boat ride. Fun fact, I've never been on the Skyliner. I am dun, It's dun, the dun. one thing that I am too scared to do. And I'm going to tell you why. Because that Skyliner has gotten stuck a few times. And <laughs> I know I know it's rare. I know it's rare. But I just, I'm not going to be the one. I'm not going to be the one who's up there using the little emergency bag. It's not going to be me. So Stephanie has never tried the Skyliner. And I love the friendship boat. So friendship boat for me. I think you should put it as a challenge. Like, you know, if you make it over the Skyliner, great. If not, you need to turn it into a date night on the Skyliner as you're stuck in the air. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, there is a lot of stuff in that bag that you could use. We did a, a bit about all the stuff in that bag. <laughs> in the emergency <laughs> that like terrifies a me. <laughs> a pen and paper, like a bag to use the restroom. Like, no, you're not going to catch me with some strangers using the bathroom in a bag. Like, I'm, it's just not happening. <laughs> Oh, that's a good one. Okay, which is more romantic, a wedding taking place on the Liberty Bell or at the Castle Hub? The Castle Hub. The Castle Hub? Come on. There's only one (laughs) answer for that. It's amazing. Uh, Castle. Always the castle. Castle. All right, so let's talk about themed weddings here. Which do you think would be more romantic, a Haunted Mansion-themed wedding or a Pirates of the Caribbean-themed wedding? Ooh, I would pick Haunted Mansion. Um, the till death do us part, you know, it goes beyond that. Aww. So my husband and I always say we do, we're actually to infinity and beyond. Um, so I feel like you could be like, you could celebrate being little, little ghosts together someday too, if you do the Haunted Mansion route. We're pirates, they're kind of sketchy. So I don't want to start my marriage like that. Oh, that's oh, but cute. wait, what about Tower of Terror, though? Because I've seen those Ooh. photos of those weddings. <gasps> those look Ooh, amazing. So they have, um, like, that terrace where you can do events. I think it's they have to be very small. Um, but I agree with you. It looks so cool. But can you imagine that's being in, like, the dining room area? They used to let you do, like, special events in there um, in the Haunted Mansion. You know, like, when you pass by and, like, they're having, like, a dinner party? The ballroom scene? Yes, they let you yes. Do- they Have used to. They don't, they don't let Stop. you do that anymore. But they u- that used to be a thing. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. Wow. Oh, my gosh. I would cry of happiness. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's talk hanky-panky here. So we're just talking Ooh. about PG-rated PG <laughs> hanky-panky. Always PG. Uh, what's the best ride to sneak in a kiss? Okay, the options for your first round are the mountains. So best for hanky-panky, Splash Mountain or Space Mountain. Well, Space Mountain would be kind of tricky because you're one in front of the other, where Splash, you're next to each other. So, I, man, but I like the challenge of a little a little peck before Space Mountain, kind of a reach around. Uh, <laughs> I like the vi- Romantically, I like the vibe of Space Mountain better than Splash Mountain. So I'm going to say kind of make it happen, get a quick peck in. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with Space on that. Yeah. Oh, that's cute. Then you can enjoy the ride after. You do your fun little kiss. and then, Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Isn't that interesting? The seats are exactly the opposite in Disneyland. Really? Like Splash Mountain is one on one one in front of each other, and Space Mountain you're in twos. Yeah, it's the flip. It's the reverse. They're reverse. flipped. And I'm Weird. right in that Splash Mountain. It's two seaters, right? Not in California. Is it here? Maybe I'm yeah, making that up. Is. One. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, just making sure. just making sure. I don't want to. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Space Mountain's <laughs> definitely one in front of the other. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Just wanted to check. Right. <laughs> Um, all right, so more hanky panky, Disney World Railroad or the Disney World Monorail? Ooh, I would say the Railroad. To throw another loop in there that kind of matches this, I don't know if it's on the list, but the People Mover is really my favorite, oh. which is the same vibe, yes. and you're right next to each other, and you, you now you get your own cart, so you're never with any like random people. Um, Cute. So, but oh, I would pick the Railroad so between those two. Yeah, yeah. Let's throw in People Mover because it's just one of the best attractions and it is very romantic now that you put it that way. 
Um, okay, last options for Hanky Panky. The Hall of Presidents or Country Bear Jamboree? Ooh. <laughs> I'm going to go with Country Bear Jamboree just because when you're in the Hall of Presidents, I think it's more of a sophisticated place, sophisticated attraction, and it's we're going to have some respect for the flag there and kind of <laughs> yeah. keep it super <laughs> G. And then in Country Bear, it's more fun, and it's more flirty too, so we'll do Country Bears. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, fun and flirty. Yes, it is, the Jamboree. Oh, can we make a shirt of that? The Country Bear is fun and fun flirty. Fun and flirty. Uh, that would be right, cute. So for our, our last round of this or that, we're going to talk about Disney character romances. Ooh. So who is the most likely to break up first? Is it okay. Anna and Kristoff or Woody and Bo Peep? <gasps> Never Woody and oh. Bo Peep. Um <laughs> Man, so, so Toy Story is my favorite of all time. Uh, however, Toy Story 4, when Woody leaves, sorry, spoiler alert, <laughs> leaves the gang for Bo Peep, I, I should want them to break up. But no, I'm going to go with <laughs> Anna and Kristoff. They seem more, you know, more into the drama. Woody's too loyal. He's he's not going anywhere. That's true. I could see Anna and Kristoff becoming, like, best friends who stay together after the divorce. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> That's their vibe. Okay, another character romance, this or that. Most likely to get married first. Peter Parker or Peter Quill, a.k.a. Star-Lord? Oh, goodness. Is this a Marvel question? Yeah, so Spider-Man or Star-Lord? Uh-oh. I'm going to reveal myself here. It's okay. This is is (laughs) not good, but it is the truth. I am not a Marvel fan. I know who Peter Parker is, of course, from Spider-Man before it was a Disney thing. And, you know... um, so I'm going to go with Peter Parker, but I'm, all, I'm honestly going to tell you that I really don't, I don't know. I think Sorry. that's okay, because another <laughs> way to put it would be the the geek or the playboy, and Spider-Man is the geek, so probably would get married first, right? Yeah, 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 let's go with that, we'll go with that. I did see the Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire, so I mean, I know that at least, so. And now you know three, <laughs> there's three of them in that movie, not one, not two, but three. Uh, okay, last character romance question. Most likely to just be a beard... For their prince. Is it Rapunzel? So what I mean by this, by the way, is a gay guy who's married to a girl just to stay closeted. Oh, okay. Thank you. (laughs) And the girl girl having such a good time, she doesn't mind being his beard. There are some famous ones in the world that I'm not going to say right now. But uh, here in the Disneyverse, is Rapunzel just a beard to Flynn Rider? Or is Princess Ariel just a beard to Prince Eric? Oh, doing Eric so dirty. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go with Rapunzel because Flynn is just too pretty. So There we go. There we go. I, I could see that too. I can see that. Uh, all right. So there you heard it. Rapunzel is just a beard to Flynn Rider. And you've heard it here from Stephanie. No, no. I love you, Rapunzel. I love you. But I had to pick one. We had to. We made her pick one. Uh, well, that's it for our round of this or that. Thank you for playing along with that. <laughs> that was fun. I like that. And I learned something new. That was great. There you go. <laughs> well, Stephanie, thank you so, so much for joining us. Um, and of course, happy Valentine's Day. It's coming right around the corner by the time this episode airs. So happy Valentine's Day to you and your husband. And I hope you guys have the most romantic Disney date ever. And I hope everyone here has learned a lot about how to make Disney dates happen. Thanks to Stephanie. So thank you. Oh, thank you both for having me and happy Valentine's Day to both of you. I hope it's filled with magic and fun and hopefully some Disney. I heard you're coming to Disney World soon, right? Yeah, I'll be there for Valentine's Day and my 10-year anniversary. So I'm actually going to have to still plan my 10-year anniversary out, so I might ask for some advice for that too. (laughs) Oh, yes, definitely. Reach out. We'll we'll plan something really cool. Perfect. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Have a great day, guys. Wow, that was so much good information. And I particularly am very excited that we had her on this episode to celebrate Valentine's Day because I'm actually headed to the parks, what, like in a couple days? So, So, or Disney World. So, it's even more like (laughs) perfect for me. Um, I am going to be there for Valentine's and my 10-year anniversary with Jacob. So we have a big milestone to hit while we're there. And I was like, oh my gosh, I don't know all the lovely things to do in Disney World. And now I do. I'm just full of knowledge now. You have it all. It was tailor-made for you. First of all, congratulations, 10 years. That is a decade. I know. I know. (laughs) It's crazy. Plenty to celebrate. And 
I, I know you both very well, so you still have plenty of talk to talk about. Ten years later, you can still fill up a dinner conversation talking about even <laughs> things that you like and don't like, but we're also big Star Wars fans, and so is Jacob. There's just plenty of stuff to talk about, so what a time to go there with Jacob right now. Yeah, I'm really excited. There's a few new things that he has not seen yet, so I'm very excited. For instance, Pandora. He hasn't even been to Pandora what? yet. What? So. Oh, I didn't realize that. Right? I know. I'm so excited to show him that. He's gonna. His mind's going to... It's going to pop open. Um, but I know that actually the one thing that she mentioned that I'm probably the most excited about is the make your own caramel apple option right. in Goofy's candy company in Disney Springs because we are getting there on Valentine's Day and he is a mega fan of A, popcorn and B, caramel apples. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to surprise him by taking him to create his own. And then guess what we're doing after that? Do you already know? Did I tell you? What what I think, what you're not going to say, but I have to say, is you're also <laughs> going to get it sliced because we found out that you oh, can get it right. cut up. Thanks, Stephanie. <laughs> that's so cool. Oh, my gosh. I am 100% getting that puppy sliced because it is a pain in the butt if you don't. Oh, and then you could, like, feed it to each other. Like, oh, no, that's cute. not a so thing. so romantic. Nope. nope. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't even picture that. I'd be like, who are you? <laughs> You're like, oh, go away. Get a room yeah. <laughs> at the Caribbean Beach Resort <laughs> with pirate beds. Hilarious. <laughs> Way to spend then. Valentine's Day on a pirate shape ship bed or whatever. Oh, my God. Hilarious. Anyway, um, we, do you remember you and I had a Valentine's date? Yes. Quite a while ago. Oh, it was so... Ro- it actually was very romantic, even friendship-wise. It was. It was Edison, so sweet. Downtown, uh, and, yep. Disney Springs. It was already Disney Springs, yeah. Yep. And it was the Edison, and we got to see the Pearl Street Players perform. So fun. They play in the evenings. If you guys ever go over to Edi- the Edison, check them out. They play, like, modern songs, but to, like, old swing style. So they are so so fun and they have like flapper dancers come out and the whole thing so totally fun and i am doing that all over again because i liked it so much that i'm going to be taking jacob there on valentine's day for our valentine's day dinner so there you go and then what is going to be dessert because you have to have dessert we already have a caramel apple but that's an experience not a dessert so what should we do for dessert for dessert um only one answer mike that jen wants not you oh shoot i was gonna say is this for you or is this <laughs> what i would do um i don't know you, you tell me what you and jacob are gonna do that will make you also happy what are you gonna do dessert gideon yeah gideon we'll see because it's really hard to get in there but i'm gonna go put my name on the wait list before we even start messing with the caramel apples so hopefully by the end of the night we'll be able to get our call back to go get a cookie at gideon's i can't wait now are you a milk person on the side with those thick cookies yes how about jacob it's like the only time it's probably bad but i don't ever drink milk unless it's like in something like yeah, cereal like or something yeah. oh yeah like yeah okay <laughs> yeah i don't like just cups of milk but i will have a cup of milk with some cookies like especially like warm fresh cookies oh yeah you so kind of need to even you know whether it's oat milk almond milk you need that thing to wash up wash it down you do yep and for some experience. reason milk does the job i don't know why <laughs> in this experience it does but does it jacob just does. drink milk with his cookies yes I feel like there was innuendo there, but there really wasn't. And yeah, I'm, <laughs> I wish there I'm was. I'm not going to go there. So, <laughs> so anyways, oh. I'm very excited about this trip. Um, like I said earlier, it's for Valentine's Day and our tenure. So we are basically just celebrating each other the whole time. We're there for a week. Um, we have four days in the parks. And that seems like not a lot for an entire week now that I'm saying it out loud. We were going to go to Universal for a day, but then we found out they are only open from 10 to 5. So Mm. seven hours for like almost $200 is not good. So we're just going to skip right over that. And we're end up filling up our spare time with escape rooms, which you guys definitely know by now. Like we are definitely 100% obsessed with. So we're going to be doing a ton of the rooms out there because they're really good in Orlando. And then Disney World and Disney Springs is going to be magical. What do you enjoy most about being trapped in a room with your significant other (laughs) (laughs) needing to coordinate to get out? What's your favorite part? I think that, mm, I mean, 
if you're thinking about just the couple aspect of it, I like to see that we still work well together. Because that's sweet. Like, you know, we'll fight a lot or not fight, but like bicker or whatever. And then like to see that we can pull our shit together and get through an escape room, like is like pretty good. It All is. right. And I have been an eyewitness to it. Like when you <laughs> both get something right, it's like Oh my god, great job, great job. Like there's a teamwork. It's like I'm watching the amazing race live in front yeah, of me. Yeah, we like high five and everything. <laughs> yeah, oh pretty cheesy. Still got but it. Yeah. Still got it ten years later. I mean, those things are intense. Like if you are ever in a stressful situation at home with your significant other, that's like constant in an escape room. So <laughs> yeah. the fact we make it out alive, I think says a lot. I wonder how that would be on a first date. Good or bad. Oh <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, hilarious side note story. <laughs> Um, this one escape room that we went to this one time, we were chopping up with the owner and we talked about how you can't replay escape rooms because you've already figured out the puzzles and it's not fun to do twice. And then he was telling us about a gentleman who brought all sorts of women to the (gasps) same escape room. And then he came out like, oh, they all think I'm so smart because I know how to finish these puzzles. That's genius. This man is a genius. I could not even (laughs) believe it. I'm like, wow, this guy. That's so so clever. Because then you could even play dumb and make them look really smart whenever you want to. (laughs) Yeah. Like kind of nudge them along. Yeah. But they don't realize you're nudging them. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm going to stick this in my back pocket for something. So for right. (laughs) I mean, I guess I kind of got to do that with you, actually, when we did that one in LA. That's true. That's true. When you replay it a second time, I'm like, is she playing along or does she really not know this? I'm not sure what's happening. making this up? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. So funny. So, anyway, very excited about the trip. Um, But I thought it would be fun to also just talk a little bit about what it's... I mean, we've already talked a little bit here and there about what it's like to be dating someone or married like you are to someone who isn't necessarily anywhere near our level of Disney fandom or Disney holicism because, man, our guys are not. Yeah, it can they be. They are not. It's, it's, it, it makes our, at least my experience is that I have to make choices a lot and, and very deliberate choices, including the way I say how I want to do something, like whether it's because <laughs> it, there's a Disney aspect or not. It's just it does take over the way that I communicate things that I enjoy when I'm speaking with my husband. And then to your point, all the way to the full extreme of like vacationing together (laughs) at a Disney place and you know, how good, bad or ugly that could be. So, I mean, you've been doing it with Jacob now for a while. He, he enjoys it. What's, what's your take on that going specifically, let's say to Disney parks with Jacob. Yeah, so, um, I mean, he does enjoy Disney. I, I think he may be a little more of a Disney-holic than Jerry is, like, yeah. just a little <laughs> yeah. bit more. But, like, for a, a long time, he had an annual pass. He has one again right now. So he's in it to win it, but his level of, like, care or his level of excitement is definitely off of mine. Like, I'll find something hidden or something that I didn't know about before and I'm like screaming excited and he's just like oh my god calm down what are you doing you're embarrassing us <laughs> so it's like definitely different levels of that kind of stuff that happens throughout the entire trip usually um but I do remember when like we had an, an annual pass probably together for about three years at this point and I realized that I finally like snapped into it. I'm like, wow, he brought his PlayStation this last time. What does that mean? Uh, he's like getting less and less time outside of the hotel room and like more. <laughs> or, I'm sorry. Yeah, he like won't leave the hotel room unless it's like after six or something. So I'm like, what's going on here? And I realized I'm like, oh, my God, I'm burning him out. Like I straight up <laughs> burned him out. We were going like once a month together wow. for a couple years there. And I just straight burned him out and he would just rather play Final Fantasy in the hotel room. And he's like, you go to the park and I'll call you at six or something. <laughs> like, that's kind of the rule. And then I like bent or leaned into it to where I now live this whole other lifestyle. And our trips are very different than my trips with you or with actually your trips also are very different than I have with anybody else, too. So just like I would cater to whoever the group I'm with is how I cater to my trips with Jacob as well. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, like if you have a person that's never been and they've or they only go once every few years, you have to go rope drop to close. It's just like you have to 
pay the dues and just go for it. With Jacob, it's like we want to sleep in, call room service, do an escape room, then go to Disneyland in the afternoon. Like that's kind of how, just how we roll when we're together. So you learn what keeps them happy and you, (laughs) and like also like fulfills what you want out of Disney too. So it's like a compromise. Which yeah, is exactly what relationships are. Find a way to personalize the experience to make it work. Yeah. For, yeah. So what are some yeah. things that you've had to uh, like learn with Jerry? I think the biggest thing is finding out what I am willing to let go of versus force him to do because I know he will like it. And it's so hard to... It's so hard to predict that, right? Because if if I feel like he's really going to like something super cool, let's say he'd really like the uh, Hall of Presidents because he loves history and museums and documentary films, and you get like a really cool cool film at the beginning of that. So that would be something that I want to make sure he sees. I know he would love to see uh, how they incorporated Biden. Um, he loves to hear the story about how we like to say that Donald Trump's face was actually Hillary Clinton's face, and then they had oh, to yeah. change it the day before. <laughs> so he likes those little funny historical things that tie back to real life. So, so that I would make sure he experiences. Now, in my mind, I need him to ride Rise of the Resistance at Galaxy's Edge because I think it is the most insane innovative attraction ever created and i think everybody in the world needs to experience it right then i have to ask myself is he everybody in the world and the answer is no and i have to choose okay i'll take him to hall of presidents i won't take him to rise unless he says he wants to go but it hurts it hurts to not (laughs) do it it hurts to not give somebody that experience that's amazing right and you mentioned something earlier about the way that you deliver, like the things you say yeah. and your vocab. I have a lot of different ways that I use that with friends and Jacob. So like, I love the element of surprise. He thinks he mm. thinks he hates surprises. Like he legit thinks he hates surprises. But every time he's surprised, he's like, wow, it's a whole new world. I'm so happy. So I tend to like try to not build up things that I know he's going to enjoy. Like, literally know he will love it. And then I let him just, like, go in, like, bam! And let it, like, kind of slap him in the face with excitement instead of me doing that before. And that seems to really work. That's a good one. That's a really good tip. Right. And then I guess for, let's say, Jerry and Rise, maybe you could find something specific about it that... Or you could buy the Lightning Lane... Because he likes fancy things. Let's stop the brakes there. That's a perfect example (laughs) of a use case for Lightning Lane. (laughs) At that point, it's worth me paying double, really, to get somebody on that I just want to get on there that I know know has zero patience to enjoy it otherwise, unless they could just walk on, right? Right. And then maybe you could, like, point out the history of the Star Wars saga or a Star Wars fandom and then be like, this is all come to this now. And then he could like appreciate it in another level. And it is kind of fun, right? I think for people like you and me, it's fun to be challenged to find those connections that might not be totally. obvious. Yeah. Like, yeah. And it also like just lets you see things in a whole nother like new light also, which yeah. is also really cool. Yeah. I think I have that experience every time I bring a new person to the park that, is like none of my friends are the same. I have friends all over the grid of like types of personalities and whatnot. So when I bring new people, I always like figure out something new about Disney that I probably hadn't really looked at that way before. So yeah. Oh, like for him. Oh my gosh, have him read all the plaques. Oh yeah. Show him like, like the that. prehistoric mm-hmm. rock that's there, or whatever it is. Right. <laughs> Photography, <laughs> like good spots. Tree. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh, so much photography there. Yeah. Are you yeah. kidding me? Especially Batu, it's gorgeous. So gorgeous. Yeah, so oh things like that. We um I think it was last gosh, so the last couple of years are a blur, but we went on the trip with Jerry, me, you and him, and we took him on that vegan like food chase. Uh, oh, which right. was also fun because we got to do that in advance and find out where the places are and get tips and then sort of surprise him with it. So that's an, that was another way to get somebody excited that might not be a huge disney fan but it's something that number one they have to do they have to eat and number two they're if they're vegan or they have a certain type of 
uh, food preference, it's exciting to find those type of things around the world when you're traveling. So that was also a really um, good sort of memory and tactic that we employed was to take him to some of those vegan places, plant-based food, I should say. You know what's cool about that too is that it seems like you are doing a lot of work to make Jerry enjoy it. However, it's also letting you enjoy it. It works both ways. Do you know what I mean? And you find those things that they love because it makes you love it even more. And then you get to see them love it. And it's such a great feeling. There you go. And that's how you keep these relationships lasting for 10 plus years. (laughs) Got to keep doing it. (laughs) Right. right? (laughs) Compromise and sacrifices. That's all it's about. (laughs) I swear the last few weddings I've been to, like it, people are always commenting like how much work marriages and relationships are. And like now that I've been in a long one, I'm like, you're right. It's a ton of work, but it's all worth it. So there's that. Totally. Totally. Aw. Well, so earlier when we spoke with Stephanie, she is definitely like the pro on Walt Disney World dating. But I thought we would maybe just between the two of us take a moment to think of some really cool date ideas for Disneyland for all the Disneylanders listening. So I'm going to kick it off with the most obvious but like perfect date idea to do. And that's get that reservation the day they come out at Blue Bayou or Carthay Circle. Am I right? Yeah. Oh, how romantic is those are both so romantic. So romantic. so romantic and or you can get like one of those i have never even been to any of them the like wine country tetria those kind of things over there oh yeah that have like a yeah. pretty view so that's nice too in case you can't find the two mega ones especially when they have go um, for the gold huh? whenever the uh when the live shows are back and you can get the dinner package yeah yep, yep. oh that's perfect you could do like dinner the packages wine country and then world of color right you get a designated area to stand perfect right totally um another fun one i thought of this are these are two different ideas but kind of the same like idea with it um getting silhouettes done together at the silhouette shop on main street that's cute or a caricature over in new orleans square oh Oh. those are both cute and good memories (laughs) and you get to take it home with you which isn't always actual something you can do right Oh, wait, I love that. Do you and Jacob have a silhouette one? I know you have one. We don't. We don't. You know what's funny? Right behind me right now is my silhouette from when I was like eight years old hanging on the wall. But I should probably get an update. Just saying. (laughs) I mean, I look exactly the same. I even had glasses on for my silhouette. Oh, so the outline even has a little thing. (laughs) (laughs) It's like they cut the thick ass lens out. (laughs) They're like, here we go. Uh, So what are some other date ideas? Um... I'm a big fan of like those old school tunnel of love type of scenes in movies. I think they're usually horror movies, but that's beside the point. So I'm thinking like (laughs) all of those (laughs) opportunities. You've got Haunted Mansion. You've got Pirates of the Caribbean. You have pretty much any of the storybook dark rides too. You could hold hands and sneak in a smooch like that's so cute and sweet to me oh yeah especially the the uh storybook ones because they are usually two people per yeah. little car right yeah oh and they're especially yeah Peter that's a good Pan, point. it's like secluded and they're very um they're very reminiscent of those old carnival type of rides where you get in and it just goes through the building and dark ride and then comes out right right Aww. and storybook land canal boats also <gasps> through that pe- like yes. pretty lit up yes. tunnel thing oh that'd be the best so cute um another thing that i would this isn't necessarily a date idea but it's something just overall especially if you're bringing someone who's not a big disney person they don't go often they don't have what is it now magic key brain it doesn't sound as good ap brain i'm sticking to it annual pass holder brain aka we go often we could take our time right so i'd say even if you don't go often still take your time like one thing with Jacob I always have to do is slow him down. That guy should live in New York. He's always in a rush. There's nowhere to go. <laughs> and he's still like half running all the time. So I just have to like hold his hand and pull him back. Like pull his reins a little bit. Like let's just waltz around here. Like take our time. Look around. Like embrace the beauty of Disneyland. It's just gorgeous. You could just literally just walk around together and listen to the music and take in the sights. Especially at nighttime. It's so pretty. 
That's cute. Especially if, this is an if, because I don't like wearing too many layers of clothes, but imagine you get dressed up. Oh, oh nice. yeah, that's a really good tip. Oh, That's a really good tip. Get that just makes it all know. feel a little bit more formal and romantic, right? When both people put effort, because you see each other all day in like sweats or whatever. Then you, right. get, you get all dressed Especially and <laughs> gussied up. Oh, that's cute. That's romantic. It is very cute. Now I'm kind of sad I'm not going to the parks on our anniversary or Valentine's Day. But we're getting dressed up for Valentine's Day for Disney yeah, Springs. and you're at Edison. So, yeah, that's there you Disney. Go. That's Disney. And as our <laughs> new friend Stephanie said, like, there's tons of things, I guess, at Disney World and Disneyland, because we have downtown Disney at Disneyland, that you can do without even having a park ticket to have a romantic Disney date night. So Right. Yeah, that's a great one. Um, they have live music down there. Uh, tons of restaurants. You so can totally many. make a date night, especially for locals, too, that may not even have access to the park if they just want to like sprinkle some disney into their date night they can just go to downtown disney you're totally right hop over to salt and straw and share an ice cream sundae right oh that's so <laughs> that's cute. cute stop it <laughs> oh my gosh now i have to like do i want salt and straw or gideon's i don't think they have salt and straw maybe they do <gasps> what can't, are your thoughts decide. on um pda in the parks I like to keep it. I mean, I don't. I'm not a big PDA person in general. Okay, that's a good place so, to start, right? Like your own and personal. I, yeah, and definitely not in the parks. I think it's tacky. Sorry. <laughs> I'm the same. I'm not a PDA person, um, but I don't mind it. I guess if I see it. If okay, this is really bad. And here we go. I'm just gonna say it. If it's if I'm not attracted to the people that I'm seeing do it. <laughs> I don't care for it. But if I see like two like really beautiful people or two people who are just like really in love and you could see it, it's sweet. What I don't like to see is like that teenage couple that are just like sloppy. That's what I don't want to see. That's like Six Flags stuff. You go to Six Flags. Yeah. Go to, yeah. Go to Magic Mountain (laughs) for that. America, Six Flags, Universal. (laughs) Right. Uh, Um, Yeah. yeah, I think holding hands in. Like small pecs is like where I draw the line for that kind of stuff. Ah, so would you hold hands? Do you guys hold hands in the parks? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's cute. See, I don't even do that. Maybe I should. Oh, I mean, we don't usually on the regular, I guess. But you would not be opposed to it. Ten years in, ten years. (laughs) Skipping through the hub. I always get so sad when I see like, like way older couples, like seventies, eighties at Disneyland holding hands. Oh my god, there was this couple that used to go dancing. In Disneyland, oh my god, they were so cute, and he would smack her butt. So cute, I can't even. Aww. It was so funny. At they the, were so cute. The little dance area where this were used. To yeah, which out. is also another great Disney date idea. However, it is not operating at the moment. But when it gets back up and operating, go like check out the band that plays at the Royal. Was it called? I wrote it down. It is called the Royal Swing Big Band Ball in Fantasy wow. Fair. I always forget it because it's so long. Um, but yeah, like Fat Cat Swinger, we love plays there often, and a lot of other bands. Um, and you can dance; anybody can dance. So you can like, even if you don't know how to dance, just like go out on the dance floor for a few minutes and just have some fun. So cute, and that to me, the the dancing in Disneyland with a with a date is is just like so Walt. Like I could see him doing that and loving that, and that's what it's all about, right? Totally. Oh. Um, let's see. I have another one too. Uh, and this might be, I think this can go for anyone. I'd, I'd like to maybe buy each other a gift, like a memory of that day. It doesn't oh. have to be anything big, maybe like a pin. Yeah. Something that you can take and give to each other. Maybe like, especially pins. Cause there's so many of them. You could find something that you know that person likes and they could find one for you and like oh. do a little gift exchange. I like that. Are you guys going to do that? You should do that. I don't mean collect we'll do that. That's so cute. We'll do that. Oh my god, Disney bound. Oh, I didn't think of that either. Yeah, that's you another do- as far, as far as dressing up. You, you do have Disney to. Bound. Going back to our previous conversation, I don't think Jerry would do that with me. Would Jacob do that with you? I think he would. However, because I mean, he loves doing costuming, and he's done cosplay now. Like I've gotten him into that. Um, and he's really good at it, but Disney bounding requires you to buy a lot of new clothes and he just doesn't seem uh, to do that. <laughs> that's true. Okay. No, that's fair. But that's I think a... he would, I think yeah. he'd need a little guidance, which I would love to do. So if it wasn't so soon to our trip, I probably would <laughs> figure something out. That's a cute idea. Disney bound. Yeah. Couple. Be very cute. 
Um, do you have any other date ideas? Yeah, funny enough, I was just talking to my sister who's visiting in town, um, and she had went to California Adventure with her husband, and they spent an evening stroll at what was Paradise Pier at the time. And she still says it's one of her favorite memories. It was just the Aww. two of them. And we were there, too. There were other people. And so it was cute to find out that they had this own little part that we didn't even know during our family trip. And um, she still has the toy that he won for her. Oh, yeah. At the carnival games. Oh, and that's like That's like movie scene date right. night right there. And back then, um, it wasn't Pixar yet. So she actually, she played, I think, a Dumbo game. And she won a Timothy Mouse uh, stuffed animal. What? And she still has it. So cute. It's now Pixar Pier, which is still super cute. You have like La Luna and Wally. That's a great day idea. Right Right under the Ferris wheel. Straight up out of the movies. I love that. It's like that stuff that you feel doesn't exist. Oh, it exists in Disney. Of course it does. (laughs) Oh, if you're going to Disney World, you could go to the Dinorama. Oh, my God. I have that on my list to do this time because I think it's going to be gone at some point, too. Yeah, there's some carnival games there if they're open, right? Yeah. Yeah, and they have, like, specific Dino Land toys, so I actually want one of those. Very. The plushy. Specific. Right. (laughs) Point in time. Yeah, especially if it goes away, that's going to become vintage. Yeah, exactly, right? Yeah. I'm like, oh, I want to have one for memory's sake, even though I can't stand Dinoland USA, but that's all right. Um, and then I have one last one, for me at least, and that is to end the night somewhere where it takes a little longer. For instance, go on an attraction with a long line, um, go to Oga's right at closing, and they let you in. They usually let you stay. Oh, Remember, we stayed yeah. for quite a while after park closing, um, often you can make reservations for, like, let's say the park closes at 10, you can make a reservation for 10. Like, they often Amazing. do that. Or um, Savi's workshop, uh, you can make a reservation right at park closing. And then you get to walk out of that park with nobody in it, and it is the coolest feeling ever. <laughs> if you are nice. a nighttime person. Yeah, that's nice. Because what? It is so cool. We we did Savi's at midnight one time when the park closed at midnight. We didn't get out of there until, like, 1230 and then Batu was just vacant. There's nobody there. Everything was gorgeous. We took all these cool photos with our brand new lightsabers. And then we got to walk. Actually, that was also a Valentine's Day trip. I forgot about that. Oh, so it's like your own special that was right little private event. The world the shut down. Oh, <laughs> yeah. wow. Yeah, that would have been. Yep, that would have been. February yep. 2020. Yep, it was. And then uh, we get to walk out of the park the whole time with nobody in it. So. I would say so. I think the good spot would be somewhere in Batu, or if you can do like Splash Mountain or Haunted Mansion or something, and walk through New Orleans Square on the way out. Oh. And Adventureland. Oh my god, it's so pretty when nobody's nice. in it. So cool. <sighs> well, do you have any last ideas? I don't know. For Disney dates? Um, nothing that I have, but what I have been seeing are, and I think this is in relation to some of the special events they've been doing for Valentine's Day. Just all these cute couples, character couples that are out for photo ops right now. Right. That is just adorable. Whether or not you're with your significant other or not, it's so cute. <laughs> they have yeah. All these little couples. They had, um, who are some of the ones you've seen? There was, a, there was a pair that I just didn't expect to see. Oh, it was Atlantis. They had. Oh, yeah. Was the, that for the Sweethearts Night? Yeah, for the Sweethearts yeah. Night. I don't think I've ever seen face characters for them like that before it was the right. um, the princess i think her name is kira with the white hair and then the nerdy guy who's the love interest so cute mm-hmm. and they have or milo milo, milo. yeah that's it yeah and then they have um meg and hercules out a lot on sweetheart oh, nights that's cute um but i've seen them during regular park hours too we all think that they were like practicing for sweetheart night like getting them out before Ooh. So we got to see them on normal days, which is also really cool. Um, Clarabelle, Cow, and Horse. Horse Collar is probably my favorite duo to see. Oh, that's a cute one. So cute. Of course, Mickey and Minnie forever and always. Donald and Daisy. Uh, Do you remember? um, My mind is stuck on PDA again. Do you remember these rumors? (laughs) (laughs) I remember rumors when I was, I guess, a kid or a teenager. Like when the sky buckets closed down. And people mover? I feel like people kept saying it was because people were hooking up in there. Like, is that stuff true? Have you heard of that? Is that just me? 
I I think I heard that. I sure people did. But it couldn't like, be the reason, right? I don't no, know. No, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. They I mean the sky buckets, people were like throwing a bunch of shit oh, from them. No. Which is real bad. Like people were dropping quarters and pennies and stuff. <laughs> That's why we can't have nice things. And spitting. Ew. <laughs> and um I don't I don't know for sure why it closed down, like at all. But yeah. these are the things I heard happened a lot. And then People Mover, I don't actually know the reason why they shut down People Mover. Interesting. I know somebody like a couple people I think got really hurt. I think somebody died on the people mover also. Oh no. But, but that's sad. Let's not <laughs> yeah. talk about that. I, I will but say people were jumping trying to jump one confession different cars causing problems. About people mover is that I may or may have not thrown sour gumballs, these colored sour gumballs out. <laughs> My And I don't know why Were you six or under? I, <laughs> I think I was like eight. If if it was okay. me, if All it right, was me that did it, you may have been a little, it, little forgiven then. It if was you're a child. so fun at the time. I one hundred percent thought so you stupid. meant literally last trip to Disney World. No, no. <laughs> Imagine. You're such a prankster. I could see you doing that and like hiding. I'm too scared these days, right? Of like uh, getting in trouble with the law, like with the yeah, Disney law. Right? <laughs> Disney jail. Uh, it was wild That's times not a back way to spend there. A date in night. A, 1990s you could do whatever you want <laughs> <laughs> uh. oh my gosh well i hope everyone listening has a very lovely valentine's day either with your partner or if you want to be with your friends with yourself whatever it is find love and disney love is the best kind of love to have so with that said Thank you all for listening, and we hope you enjoyed episode 71 of the Disneyholics show. Follow us on social media at the Disneyholics. If you'd like to get in touch with us, send us a message on Instagram or email us at fanmail at thedisneyholics.com. Let's dance. Okay, bye.